0: Isaiah 118, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another or have several open. use it. It's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day. I'm glad you could join me today. I'm watching the beautiful sunrise the Lord has given us today. Let's pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. Thank you for your your grace and for your mercy. We thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your word, which is profitable for us, for correction, for doctrine, for reproof. For instruction and in righteousness that the man of god may be thoroughly furnished unto all good works i pray that we would benefit from your word today help us to live for you and grow close to you help us be the examples we should be for you help us to be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the lord help us to realize that you haven't given us the spirit of fear but of love and a power and of a sound mind i'm thankful for what you've done for me for my family, for my church family, and for the those around the world. That you bless the reading of your word today. and Help us to give you the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we'll be looking at Ezekiel chapter 34 today. And Ezekiel 34, verses 1 through 31. And this chapter here is on false shepherds. God has sent Ezekiel to Israel because of their disobedience, and they're going to be in Babylon captive for 70 years. And he gives them the reason why, and he gives them warnings, and he gives them promises of help if they would trust him. This chapter is about false shepherds. It's about ones, about preachers, about teachers who are deliberately giving a lie leading a lie those that are they're claiming they are helping claiming they are nurturing the body of christ but yet they're in it for themselves those that one of the the ways you can catch them nowadays is the fact that they always teach love and they never warn you about hell they always teach about prosperity but never the trials and the disciplines that the things that god will put you through so that you will grow and mature things that are made harder for your betterment and the lord calls out these they're profiting for themselves they're taking advantage of the flock the sheep of the lord for their own good they're stealing from god stealing from his people And, of course, the good shepherd, and we'll see that. We'll see a contrast. The false shepherds and the true shepherd. Let's begin reading. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? Ye eat the fat, and ye clothe ye with wool. Ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. The diseased have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed that which was sick. Neither have ye bound up that which was broken. Neither have ye brought again that which was driven away. Neither have ye sought that which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have ye ruled them, and they were scattered, because there is no shepherd, and they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth, and none did search or seek after them. Therefore ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey, and my flock became meat to every beast in the field, because there was no shepherd, neither did my shepherd search for my flock. But the shepherds fed themselves, and fed not my flock. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand, and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves any more. For I will deliver my flock from their mouth, that they may not be meat for them. That's verse 10. So we see the Lord calling out the false shepherds, the false teachers, the false preachers that have taken advantage. He says that he describes a condition of the people. And we're very much so in the same condition today. He says the diseased talks about the disease the sick the lost the wandering the scattered and he says that the shepherds they eat the fat and clothe themselves with wool you know how good wool is it's a very good fabric and yet they take the best things for themselves and they don't care for the flock the lord's people their disease and they haven't strengthened them. He says they 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 haven't healed those that are sick. You know, God calls us if there's any sick among you, let us call the elders and anoint them with oil, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. But they haven't done that, they haven't bound up the those that were broken, those that are broken physically that need the physically can't do anything. And we have someone at our our church that actually is broken they were surprised about this illness it caught them by surprise and as our church we're gathering together to help them and provide for them for what they can't do but these false shepherds don't do that they're broken and they haven't brought again that which was driven away there's those that were in the fold those that were in there maybe following the lord serving the lord in church maybe had a part to do but for whatever reason, were driven away as it were. They lost interest. They lost the desire. They were maybe hurt or wounded by someone else, another person in the church, and there was nothing done to help them remain in the church and remain active and productive for the Lord. The shepherds were greedy, selfish in it for themselves. But with force and with cruelty have you ruled. So what, what happens when you rule in this way, you there you instead drive the sheep away from the shepherd's fold. We've been we've been called as shepherds to lead the flock of Christ. We've been called to point them to the Savior. And instead, when we do that, We lead them away from the shepherd. They wander through the mountains upon the hills or scattered upon the face of the earth. The shepherds did nothing. These false shepherds did nothing to keep them together and keep them safe. They let all the dangers around consume them, take them off track. So he makes a statement. He says, You have not fed my flock. He says, Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. You know, the Lord is a good shepherd. He's a good God. He's a loving God. He's compassionate. He's full of grace, full of mercy. He has agape love, unconditional love. He loves us no matter what. Remember the verse that says, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It didn't matter what we did, what we've done, where we're at, the love of God reached down and provided a way for us. It's the job of the shepherds to lead the people to that salvation, to that to the realization of that mercy and that grace that's been bestowed to them. But without good shepherds, there is none of that. Without faithful servants, there is none of that. And the Lord calls them out because they failed at their job. And I'm afraid many of the shepherds today have failed at their job because they're in it for money or they're in it for fame. They're in it for themselves. And the Lord calls them out for being this way. And I pray I'm not that way. Let's continue the in the chapter, and we're going to look at the true shepherd. We look at the false shepherds, and now we look at the true shepherd. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out, his flock, in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. So will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of the places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, says the Lord of God. I will seek that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away and will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. And as for you, O my flock, says the Lord God, behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, between the rams and the he goats. Seemeth it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture, but ye must tread down with your feet the residue of your pastures, and to have drunk of the deep waters, but you must foul the residue with your feet. And as for my flock, they eat that which you've trodden down with your feet, and they drink that which you have fouled with your feet. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God unto them, Behold, I, even I, will judge between the fat cattle and between the lean cattle, because ye have thrust with side and with shoulder, and pushed all the diseased with your horns, till ye have scattered them abroad. We see up to this point that the Lord is reminding the shepherds that he is the true shepherd. He is in charge, and they should have been obeying his command. And now he will judge them. He's actually going to cast them out because their lack of obedience. And he's going to take his sheep and gather them back up into the body as a whole. Back into the good pastures. To the lush green. And he'll he'll take them to the waters, the deep waters. The clear waters, clean, cold waters. Because the shepherds were taking all of that water for themselves, as he said, that their in their uh, drive to get the good waters for themselves, they polluted the rest of the water for the flock. He said, because you have thrust with side and with shoulder and pushed all the disease with your horns. Notice he makes them realize that uh, your sheep in my pasture too. I've called you to a position and you've neglected it. Therefore will I save my flock, and they shall no more be a prey, and I will judge between cattle and cattle. And I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them, even my servant David. He shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken it. I will make them with a covenant of peace and will cause the evil beast to cease out of the land. And they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. And I will make them in the places around about my heel a blessing. I will cause the shower to come down in season. There shall be showers of blessing. And the tree of the field shall yield her fruit, and the earth shall yield her increase, and they shall be safe in their land, and shall know that I am the Lord, when I have broken the bands of their yoke, and delivered them out of the hand of those that serve themselves of them. And they shall no more be a prey to the heathen, neither shall the beast of the land devour them, but they shall dwell safely, and none shall make them afraid. And I will raise up for them a plant of renown and they shall be no more consumed with hunger in the land, neither bear the shame of the heathen any more. Thus shall they know that I am the Lord their God and with them, and that they, even the house of Israel, are my people, says the Lord God. And ye, my flock, the flock of my pasture, are men, and I am your God, says the Lord God. We see here, verse 31 he made a a contrast between false shepherds and the true shepherd we see he labeled the congregation a sheep of his pasture and he finishes with the flock are men and i am your god we are all the sheep of his pasture It's important for us to rely on him and trust him and call out the false shepherds. Don't let them remain in their position of filthy lucre, gain, filthy gain for their own, taking advantage of God's people. He said he would make a covenant of peace and would cause the evil beast to cease out of the land and they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. He makes a reference here to them being delivered out of the captivity. But I think he also makes a reference here when he says that he would even he'd feed them with my servant, David looking forward to that deliverance of Christ. You know, he's of the lineage of David. And when he came, Jesus came in the town of Bethlehem in the city of Nazareth, Nazareth. He delivered when he went to that cross He spread out his arms on the cross and showed his love for us. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He was the lamb to the slaughter. And he delivered us from the from our sins, from our troubles, and from the the false prophets, because then there was then provided a way of escape. From these terrible things, and we could trust the Lord God, the Good Shepherd. If we go back to Isaiah 53, he says, Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before the shearers is dumb. So he opens not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul. An offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great. He shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. That's Jesus. He paid the price for us. He went as a lamb before the slaughter so that we could be saved. He atoned us from our sins. He was the atonement, the atoning lamb. The sacrifice it, with his shed blood provided the, re, the remissions of sin. And is provided to you today if you will trust him, if you will believe and exercise your faith and trust in Jesus, the Lord, as your personal Lord and Savior before it's everlasting too late. Thank you for listening. You have a blessed day. Before I go, I would like to remind you that you can look me up at anchor.fm forward slash joshuaministries and you can leave a comment or you can offer your assistance through supporting the podcast if you would consider that and you can also contact me through email at joshuaministries741 at gmail.com. Thank you. You have a blessed day.